Welcome back, everybody, to the Barbells and Trails podcast. I'm your host, Brett, back with episode 44. We're here. We're pushing a year. We're actually getting really close. We're, we're working our way up. We only got a couple months, longer than I think, actually. I'm terrible at this. I'm so sorry. Uh, welcome back yet again. I hope you guys enjoyed the last week's video um, or episode. I know it wasn't super long. I mean, uh, today's isn't going to be super long either, honestly. Um just because uh, I am behind on some stuff, and uh, we'll go from there. I'll be honest, right now I'm, I'm setting a timer for a specific amount of time. But <laughs> um, I hope you guys have had a good week. I'm back. Let's just get right into it. I was planning on actually having a guest this week. I'm sorry that actually fell through. Um, the my my friend that was over ended up having to leave, so we weren't able to actually record the podcast. So. Sadly, that was not done. I'm planning on hopefully getting uh, someone on this next week and uh, hopefully this weekend. But um, okay, shit, shit that's going on right now. Ohio, I don't know how I did not talk about this in last week's episode. Uh, the Ohio train derailing. What the fuck? I mean, obviously now that happened almost three weeks ago. But I've been, I, I kind of knew about it when it first happened and totally know how bad it was. Had seen stuff, had watched some things and got about, talked about certain things. But it is crazy that this has not been in the mainstream news really until I think a little more recently. And that when it first happened, it wasn't being covered by any major news networks. And uh, some people are comparing this to possibly our our u.s version of chernobyl obviously i don't think near as bad but we don't totally know what the extent of this could actually be um over the next 40 plus years or more obviously that's a lot longer than or a lot shorter than uh, a nuclear disaster but um i'm just saying that in the short term of what could happen there's still so much we don't know on the long-term effects of this accident but as a recap of what happened a train derailed i think on like the th third it was early february early february and caused a massive trail derailment and a leak of these certain chemicals and they decided to do a control burn because that would be better to take care of the chemicals because of a worry of a possible explosion and since then it's just gotten worse they said they evacuated the town they then brought them back a few days later saying it's all clear, no problem. People's pets and livestock and other animals have uh, started dying. People have been getting sick, bunch of stuff. And um, at this point, just now recently, stuff's just now coming out where like people are actually trying to help. FEMA's, I think, out there now and a bunch of other stuff where uh, when it comes to a major disaster, it's a very lackluster... Um, uh, lackluster, I guess, a uh, turn of events when it comes to support, um, by the government and a lot of things. So I think it just came out recently that some of the studies that have been done on the water so far that said that it was a good drink wasn't actually done by the EPA. It was done by uh, a contractor that the train company had actually hired. So, you know, something was probably sketchily done with that because, there's no way that water is not contaminated. There's stuff that's been um, tracked already in the um, Ohio River Basin 
all sorts of stuff. It's not it's not good. It's it's actually very bad, and they don't know what the full ramifications will end up being. And um, it's just kind of crazy that something like this in general could happen, and this just points to um, uh, an issue when it comes to corporate greed in the sense of I just found out that in some of those trail cars that might have over 100 plus cars and run for a mile and a half there's only two person crew on that thing or maybe three max and i think that doesn't count for the train guy there's like two then the train the dude that actually i think runs the train full time but a two person crew for something that massive which is really weird and recently they apparently were trying to cut back to one and uh i mean i get it technically should be smooth sailing when you're on railroad but especially when hauling dangerous chemicals you I, I i mean i think it's a it should be pretty important to have more than one fucking person on that train um taking care of things and uh apparently th- this has been going on because i know that i think it was either it was sometime last year that there was actually a uh, union strikes on a lot of trail company or tra- trail companies train companies and um I don't think things really worked out with what what the unions totally wanted. I think there was some movement, but not nearly as much as they wanted when it come to um, support and time off and people being overworked. And at the time, people said that if things continue, that there will probably be some some big problems or issues. And uh, this happened. And right now, I think the diagnosis of what caused the accident was a loose train wheel. And it just happened to... Um, I don't know if it just came off and got under the other wheels and just um, just started tossing shit off or what, what exactly happened or why, but it's not good because these chemicals are terrible. Um, as for everything going on, like I, I, it wasn't covered, and then I've heard things that when the, these um, the certain chemicals burned, that it actually turns into a certain gas that was used in World War One as a... Um, a, a, a gas in the war like a, a toxic gas and uh it's not good like it's not great uh at one point i saw pictures of the clouds over um new palestine palestine and uh all this stuff where it just looked like something out of a movie it literally reminded me of the storm clouds in ghostbusters it just black murky disgusting clouds that definitely were not natural in any sense just filled with all these chemicals and toxic smoke and gas and it's it's terrible terrible what's going on hopefully something happens soon when it comes to um hopefully i I would hope some disciplinary action when it comes towards the train company because of something like this and uh reimbursement for people in in the community because this this could cause issues and in, in cancer clusters for people f- over the next 60 years and we, we don't even know what the full effects are if people are going to be able to stay there if people are going to have to move away um it's kind of still undetermined at this point with how how bad everything really is so this is a wild story and it's crazy that this happens but it also just shows that our infrastructure is not great <laughs> as a country either like you would think that stuff like this would be handled but also man what like that's a lot a lot of toxic chemicals being moved on trains and i'm sitting here and i'm like 
There's trains that go through my town. Is this the same trail comp train company that comes comes through here? I've seen those same style of train cars. Like, is this is this whole time has some of that been toxic chemicals that have been passing through straight through my town? Like, holy shit! And it's kind of crazy to think about. And it's like I get it. This stuff has to be moved around at one point or another somehow, but it's still just. It's crazy that that the results of what happened, and hopefully something something comes out of this in some way or another that's beneficial to that community, let alone to maybe regulations, because it just seems a little ridiculous what what happened. But not only that, this uh, um, in the news also, what's going on right now? Um, Biden was just over in Ukraine yesterday. We are coming up on one year for the Ukrainian war, which is crazy. It's probably one year of many, but we'll see what happens. Um, I was kind of surprised to find out that Biden actually went over to Ukraine. Uh, I didn't actually see what his speech was necessarily about or what, what, what all went down. And, uh, and then not only that, but yesterday Putin also, uh, decided that he was going to go against a certain arms treaty of some sort. I can't totally remember what it is. I'm not a, not a uh, geopolitician analysis guy, but um, it's pretty crazy. And I, I don't know what's going to happen with this war. Like it's, it's nuts. Hopefully it doesn't escalate, escalate any more than it already has. Um, at this point, I, who knows what the numbers are when it comes to uh, deaths on either side or to civilians. I have not kept up on some of those, but I just know that this whole thing is 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 crazy and it's going to be drawn out for a long time. The one thing I hope is that we don't escalate in some way. And at this point, it's come out that what we've the United States alone has given, I think, almost 15 50 billion dollars in support to ukraine and over 20 billion just in military funding or funding military aid in some form and in general i think that's more than any other country we have done every country's combined contributions and some i'm pretty sure and it's kind of crazy that we're basically fighting a proxy war at this point kind of like um, I don't even know what would be closest thing. Iraq, honestly, very similar. Um, when Russia was in Iraq, so this is this is pretty wild that we're getting this involved and and doing things that originally, when the war broke out, we would not have given them. I mean, we're sending tanks there soon now, and at the beginning of the war, we we like Biden and the administration said that they would not, that that was too far, and that we were only going to supply defensive weapons and at this point it's not looking so and it's just it's just gonna mean more death on either side and i think that if we get too involved we, we don't need an escalation um I, I would not like to live to see world war three i hope it doesn't happen but just this whole thing is so so caught up in so many different ways where it's like I don't think that in any way we shouldn't support Ukraine. We shouldn't help. We shouldn't try doing something. But at the same time, trying to use them as our fighting force against Russia is kind of fucked at the same time. 
and I don't think uh, President Volinsky or whatever can also demand for weapons and money and whatever he wants from us just because. Because at one point, the one thing I've heard and I've seen and it makes a lot of sense is they're not grateful for the shit they've already gotten. It's like in all reality, no country owes Ukraine anything when it comes down to it. We have given way more than what should be expected and he still expects more from us. And at one point I get it, it is a just cause, but even in a situation like that, you should be grateful for what you got. And I think it was just last week or, yeah, I believe last week, that Elon Musk basically told him, or told told someone, I don't know, that, that, that he was cutting communications, communication lines, at least in the amount of support he was giving with Starlink. And because he said he did not want to be affiliate of possible war escalation into World War III for helping communicate on frontline um, attacks against possible, let's say, uh, actual Russian territory if if they move into Russia and attack Russian um, cities or something, if it actually spreads into Russia. And so I don't know exactly what he did or how he did it, but I think he limited communications on the front lines for specific things. Um, I, they still have communication. They still have internet. But he, he somehow limited their access, which um, is both kind of impressive, but I don't totally know how it works. Some people say that that's ridiculous, but at the same time, it, it's a privately owned company. He's not being paid to help them. He did this out of the kindness of his heart at one point to be like, hey, like this is shit. If we can help, we're going to. And the Pentagon even wasn't gonna wasn't gonna pay him for his uh, his work by by doing this and allowing this to happen and compensate the company at all. So considering this wasn't built for military application, I completely understand why he's kind of against this. I wouldn't be against promoting a war like this in any any in any sense. And it and he gets a lot of backlash. He really does. And I don't. I do get it in certain instances, but at the same time, I think out of most billionaires, Elon Musk has probably done a decent amount of good in some way. But at one point, I don't think he totally cares about his outlook. I think he has or about his the lenses people see him through. I think he's just focused on whatever it is he's working on. He's like, I want to, uh, I want to develop rockets. I want to develop internet around the world. For people, I want to develop um, self-driving cars and electric vehicles to keep people safe and do all this stuff. And I don't think his goal was ever to get rich, but because of the things he works on, he's made a ridiculous amount of money. So, hey, I can't blame him. The guy works way harder and is way smarter than I will ever be. And, I mean, he, he deserves it for the amount of work he puts in. I mean, I, I can't can't deny that. The dude's very smart and knows what he's doing. And he's stretched so thin with all the shit he has. I don't understand how this man functions, let alone has a family. So, I mean, I, I cannot but be impressed by the amount of stuff he's been able to do in his life. And he's, what, in his 50s? So we might have at least another good 20 years of him doing stuff. So it's it, it's going to be crazy to see what happens in the future. Um, but speaking of military and weapons, I actually went to a gun store this weekend. I have not been in a long time. I was actually with my dad, 
uh, he was just getting some ammo and we were just, uh, we were just walking around looking at shit, you know? And I, I, I hear certain things about, or I, I hear certain things. I know people's stances at one point about guns and certain things. And, and, uh, like I've watched the sidemen and specific people in the sidemen are, are super against guns and don't understand why it's such a thing in America. And at one point, I get it. I, I I understand why they look at it so weirdly, considering the issues we do have with guns to an extent when it comes to mass shootings and and shit along those lines. Completely understand their point of view on why. Um, they, they really, really don't get it. But being there, I think I, I haven't been in a long time, and I think I realized that this is just a part of i think like the american culture having the ability to buy weapons or guns as as you wish having that right that being something that is very american that many many other countries do not allow not close to the extent that we do there's like 127 guns per 100 people in the United States. We have more guns than we do people. And I get why people dislike that. I mean, I think me personally, I'm not a fan of war or necessarily carrying a gun or having one because of what it possibly means because I personally do not want to take another life. And I feel like in a society like today, being so advanced that we're supposed to be compared to our, our past f- f- 200 years ago 500 years ago 3,000 years ago that I feel like it's sad that we still resort to very um, archaic forms of, of violence against one another and it, and it and it sucks and I wish that's not how it was um, but I don't think that we shouldn't have the right to defend ourselves if we don't want to because we sadly life isn't perfect and people aren't always nice or kind and there's not ever gonna there's not ever not going to be crime and death and violence and i think people should have the ability to defend themselves if they want to and it's it is what it is i just think that our culture is so different than the uk's in particular because for me it's like i can walk into a place and see guns and on a rack and at a gun store or even in a walmart or something whatever wherever you can buy them and it's like to me it's not abnormal for other people it is and it's just kind of like that's just our culture and also i guess it depends on where you grow up if you grow up in new york or certain places yeah it's a, it's a little different it's not as accessible and and there's a different outlook on weapons uh, than than possibly someone that grew up in the midwest for me i i have a respect for firearms i know that they're deadly and and um and that they can cause a lot of harm and pain and suffering but at the same time they can be used for good and do certain things and so there's a great respect i mean it's just like having a knife you can use the knife to stab someone you could also use it uh to cook someone a glorious meal it's not the greatest comparison but you get what i'm trying to say and it and I, I understand why people want gun restrictions. I don't necessarily think any any single person should be able to get their hands on a firearm. 
by any means. I, d- I don't think mass shootings are are uh, okay either by any means. Um, I I find it s- super disheartening and depressing every time something like that comes up on 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 the news and I, I see something along those lines and it sucks that it happens as much as it does because I, it's it's just gotten worse since I've grown up and it's just that that part is horrifying and I remember being in high school and having that fear and literally sitting there at one point with a contingency plan on what would I do in this situation would I go try find my find my sister would I would I get out would I what 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 would I do in that situation and it was always in the back of your mind at one point sadly and I didn't even go to a big school I couldn't imagine going to school in a city in a city where there's a thousand people in your high school and or more and and it's not it's not a thought you want to have because it is very anxiety causing to to people that are already dealing with hormones and and stress and anxiety and, and a lot of stuff changing in life as it is when you're in high school let alone something like that to be in the back of your mind it's terrible but it, it, I don't know if there what what way there is to remedy it I I don't think that taking away guns is gonna fix the problem by any standards where other people think that there just shouldn't be any I don't think they'll fix the issues I think I think having that ability to own a weapon is one characteristic of America that makes us stand out from others and and it it's if you take away that you're almost taking away what it means to be an American in certain instances not totally there's a lot of characteristics of an American and and what we are as a country and a people but it's definitely one of them it's like even if people think that we shouldn't have guns or don't believe that 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 is one thing that that is just a part of our culture and there there's no way you can deny that but it's just I think that they have a, a place and purpose and if if you want to hunt and you want to protect your family you should have every right to and I think also it's probably one reason why we've never had any wars on our home turf um, because if we did it's not only the military whatever invaders would have to go through it's the civilians that are armed as well and uh, and also I feel like the dyna- dynamic of gun ownership in the country also gives us more abilities as civilians to have power over our government in a way obviously people will say well what what the hell is a pistol or a, even an AR going to do against a F16 if for some reason there was conflict in a civil war where the government was fighting civilians terrible f- fucking hyp- uh, hypothesis not hypothesis but um uh words example but I, I get what they're saying but the the idea is like in China people don't own guns so if don't own guns so when people riot and get violent and, and certain things happen it doesn't happen there because and I the government aren't worried about people rioting up 
or anything happening because they're the ones with all the power and control. They're the ones with the weapons. They're the ones with all this stuff. And it, it at least dampens the ability of the government's control over someone, I think, in, in some form or another. So it, it's it, it's definitely an interesting conversation. I don't know how to talk. or ha- Well, I, I don't know. I can have a conversation with anybody about it, but I get why people dislike it. But for me, it's I think it just depends on how you look at it. it it's a, it's definitely a perspective thing, and, and I think you can argue it either way to an extreme. But I, I think that you you got to f- try finding a happy medium with certain things along those lines because there's no way you're going to be able to convince either to go either direction. And I think that's the cool things about America is we have that ability to have such different perspectives and and still still be united under one country that I mean we we have issues we yeah we we all all have issues with something in politics but I feel like it's it's cool that we have the ability to discuss these things which sadly I feel like is less common though nowadays I like having tough discussions with people um I mean when I first had the idea of doing this podcast in particular or a podcast was when I was with two people at one of my old jobs and this one one day we we were not busy at all at all worked at a cafe and so we literally had hours to discuss things and we would debate and we talk about stuff because I will definitely admit when I graduated high school when I was in high school I was way more of a conservative Christian boy innocent and thought about things in a specific light and I grew up in a fairly fairly uh, conservative community as well and when I moved down to Brown County and I lived and worked down there I was surrounded by people that weren't as conservative by any means so me and my coworkers would have debate debates on things and they would ask me why I thought certain ways I did or how I looked at marriage or um, even relationships and and uh, just just government and sex and all, all anything, all sorts of stuff. And we just sit there and we'd have discussions. I mean, this is how I, I see things and this is why. Um, I mean, th- this is just why I look at it this way. And they would tell me why, why they look at things this way. And I, I love having those conversations with people. It's fun to have those debates even if you don't agree with them and they didn't agree with me on certain things and I didn't necessarily agree with them, but it was, it's so constructive to be able to have those conversations that I feel like it's unappreciated nowadays to do that. So it was a lot of fun. And I I hope, I hope that cult, that type of culture at one point becomes more available, especially for, um, our, our, our younger generations and the ability to actually hash it out and not just, be hateful and hate someone for their ideals without having a conversation and figuring people out as a person but we'll see we'll see what happens in the future um not only that i didn't talk about this i don't believe in any of the past podcasts but the super bowl happened obviously and prime had a super bowl commercial which is very interesting 
Um, I didn't see it. I didn't watch the Super Bowl, but I saw the commercial. Watch it. Very interesting. It's awesome that this is the first creator product to ever have a Super Bowl commercial. Very impressive. And I'm surprised Mr. Beast has not done it sooner. Uh, I mean, it's probably six to seven million dollars for a 30 second commercial. And their commercial didn't necessarily uh, it stood out for what it was. But to me, it did not seem abnormal because I'm so wrapped up in the YouTube creator environment that when I watched it, it was very normal. It was something that I feel like they would just post as an advert on YouTube. And I think that's kind of what they were going for. They wanted to go for something that wasn't necessarily the typical advertisement for a company or a product. They went for something that's more creator-based, something that's that's more new and modern in the sense of advertising and and uh and in media because it was eye catching as quick it was footage from different events or things that they had been a part of with prime it was it was different things it was very fast paced and a lot going on where most commercials don't have that typically and so it, it caught your eye for different reasons and i feel like they were were able to take something that they were good at in certain things and very um, creator economy characteristics and bring it into the mainstream and be like, this is how we do things. And I thought that was really cool. I thought that was awesome that they had that and was able to kind of show a different um, different form of advertising and, and something that's different than the average company. I mean, they've been able to do some amazing things in the past year and two months, and that's crazy how much they've been able to do um, in that time. I mean, I think JJ just released his own own unique um, flavor, which I think is like a orange mango that you can't buy in the U.S., I don't believe. I think you can only buy it in the U.K., so that's that's pretty interesting. But speaking of prime flavors... I finally got my hands on Metamoon. I actually just ran into this at the mall. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy one of these and try them. I have not. I don't, I, it was the first time I ever seen one of these in person. So I'm curious to see what it tastes like. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I mean that it wow it's really good as for what the flavor is I don't know if I could explain it kind of has like a a skittly flavor with like a pineapple maybe is that pineapple that's a I don't I don't know what it is or how to describe it but it's really good um since I've basically I have had I think every flavor it's good, but I would not say this is my top flavor by any means. It's definitely up there. It's definitely very good. I don't I don't think they necessarily have a terrible flavor. But yeah, that's not my favorite, but it's, it is good. I I mean, I I like it. I love the products. I mean, it's really good. It's a little overpriced, but really good flavor. I can't wait to see what they possibly come out with this year, let alone everything else. But Man, what else did I have planned for today? What do I need to talk about? Okay, 
Guys, I've been making it into the gym. I don't know if you can tell or not. <laughs> no, I, I'm getting back into that routine. I talked to you guys. Um, I don't even know if it was last week, actually. It was two weeks ago. About how, how I have been struggling with um, getting back in and, and getting after it again. But you know what? I, I've been... I've been doing pretty well. I mean, since last Monday, I've only missed one day. I do, my goal is to go in seven days a week and just do different stuff and um, do some cardio here and there. And and, uh, now I'm trying to actually count my calories again and I'm starting to use that and do things. And it's it's not going bad. I mean, it's great. I'll be honest, I think I missed it because now that I've been in it now another week, and actually been in it for more than just a single day um I definitely missed it I was like waking up sore at times and doing stuff isn't always fun but just having going in and having a good lift or something like and working out is good I I have to admit like today in particular um I didn't have a lot of motivation to necessarily go but after I got there and I started I was like I do love this. This is fun. And I, I missed one day. And it was just because I woke up. I I thought I hit snooze. Apparently I did not. And I fell back to sleep for like an hour and a half. I was like, by the time I got up, I was like, oh shit. I mean, I, I made it to work. But I was like, I cannot go to the gym today. Never mind. So I did, I did miss um, one of my leg days last week. But no, it's going great. And I, I, I do love it. It definitely... Yeah, I mean, it's a struggle at times to get myself to be like, yep, like, Jim, love it, can't wait, can't wait to go and wake up and do this, so get up at 5 in the morning, can't wait to get in there, or even take a cold shower, like like we've talked, it's not fun, but I'm, I'm getting in there, I'm trying to make it more of a habit and part of my routine, I'm counting my calories again, I'm trying to track everything, and and uh, get back after it, and, and uh, it's kind of a pain in the ass at times, but I enjoy it, I really do, and... Hey, if anybody needs a gym partner, I'm here for you. But, uh, man, I'm trying to think what else I I had to talk about, guys. I'm so sorry. It's been it's been a long week. I I've been working. Like I said, I've been studying. I'm at the very end of the course. Actually, I basically have to take my course exam at the end, and then I have to study for the state exam. I'm to that point. I'm very close to the end. So I've. I've been able to get quite a bit done in the past month. I think I've had not even a month. Basically, this month alone, I've done, I think, almost 60 hours worth of studying. So I have not, I, I, I haven't just not studied. This isn't, uh, I'm not messing around when I'm like, yeah, I haven't been, been able to do some stuff for the podcast. I haven't been able to do stuff. No, it's true. I've, I've been slacking. Um, for certain reasons, I mean, like these are shorter episodes. I haven't been as prepared for, for making podcasts and that's a hundred percent true. And, uh, I haven't posted on the clips channel now in like two weeks, which I really feel bad about, um, because I want to, but I just haven't had the time to necessarily do it. And I'm like, well, I did, I did, uh, precaution everyone that um it's gonna gonna take a dip somewhere somehow and I guess that's how but I hope you guys have been enjoying I hope you guys are enjoying the shorts every day and uh and I can't wait to have a a new guest on 
this weekend. I hope you guys have a great week and you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, please like and subscribe if you haven't already. And I will see you guys all later. Peace out.